0: Hello and welcome to an ECFR podcast. My name is Katerina Botel and here we will be speaking to Richard Gowan, author of the sixth and final chapter titled Multilateral Issues and Crisis Management in the Scorecard 2015 publication, the publication where we've given our annual assessment of Europe's performance upon dealing with issues from across the globe. In 2014, the EU faced a number of crises in countries such as Mali and the Central African Republic, one of which was the increased flow of migrants across the Mediterranean.
1: And that has been a, a dreadful humanitarian challenge for Europe. And as we emphasise in the chapter, the EU did not present an effective, united uh, approach um, to the migrant issue. And it's also guilty of not really getting its act together on crises in in Africa as well as the Middle East, which was contributing to the the sheer number of migrants uh, trying to get across the Mediterranean. So it's a pretty depressing story about European crisis management uh, not coming up to scratch. And in addition to that, we see that, as in quite a few previous years, European governments are finding it hard to keep humanitarian aid spending uh, up to the necessary levels because of the the challenges within the Eurozone. There are slightly better stories um, on the the more general multilateral front. We saw some progress towards a a new set of global development goals, and a number of European countries played a significant role uh, in contributing to that. We saw some progress towards a big climate change deal, which we hope will be agreed this year. So when it comes to diplomatic process, uh, the EU is still um, a player. But when it comes to really hard, nasty crises on its doorstep, it's not looking so good.
0: A greater and more coordinated support from northern countries such as the UK in view is what is needed to deal with issues and not to leave it to the Mediterranean countries to resolve these challenges on their own. Upon looking at relations with African countries such as Mali, it is a collective voice from the EU that is required.
1: The problem is is that it's really France that is doing 90% of the crisis management and it's not getting sufficient support from most other members of the EU. There are exceptions. Uh, The Netherlands, for example, has sent troops to help stabilize Mali. Uh, Sweden sent some troops actually just at the start of this year, 2013. But in the main, Germany, the UK, most other European countries just don't want to get involved in these big African crises. But we have to recognize that with the rise of groups like Boko Haram, uh, those crises could actually spill over into Europe because those groups um, are linked to transnational terrorist networks that want to um, carry out attacks on European soil.
0: But there have also been improvements in the EU's performance in dealing with African countries, such as the case with Somalia.
1: Somalia is still, ironically, um, one case where we think that Europe is doing a decent job. Uh, The 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 organization that is really doing the hardest work in Somalia is the African Union, which has troops on the front line. But uh, Europe is providing huge amounts of financial support. It's providing military training. It's providing political support in Somalia. And it's also done an exceptionally good job uh, with a number of other um, nations of... um, in essence, uh, completely removing the pirate threat off off the coast of Somalia, that the pirate threat, which two or three years ago was a major challenge to shipping, um, has now disappeared. And that is in part because of an EU naval task force. And that does go to show that when European countries work in a collective way, which they have over Somalia, uh, when they're when they're able to set up joint strategies with partners like the African Union and the UN, they can actually get big, messy crises under control. So that is one glimmer of hope.
0: In addition to the concerns from last year that will need addressing, this year will bring new challenges for the EU in a multilateral context.
1: I think the migration crisis is going to continue to do an immense amount of damage to Europe's global reputation as a as a humanitarian power as, as well as, as a, a regional power. Um, I think that Syria will continue to cause a great deal of uh, turbulence within the UN system. That's something else that we touch on in the scorecard. And I, I fear that it's going to be another pretty grim year um, in terms of crisis management. But As I said, there are glimmers of hope. I think that uh, it's probable that there will be a big development deal uh, this year on the future of international aid, and that's going to be very important for, for European countries, which are still central to the development business, despite many cuts to their budgets over the last few years, which we've chronicled in the scorecard. Uh, And there probably will be a climate change deal, although there are still a lot of hurdles to jump. And I think a big UN-backed climate change deal, even if it isn't perfect, will be a a milestone uh, for European countries' uh, engagement with the multilateral system, because the EU has never fully recovered from the sense of shock and betrayal of the failure of the Copenhagen Climate Conference in 2009. And a successful uh, deal, which should be made in Paris this year, would signal that it is still possible to get some really big things done through multilateral diplomacy.
0: You can find a download of our publication Scorecard 2015 as well as background information to our annual scorecard research and the full data on our website at ecfr.eu/scorecard/2015.